Starmageddon. Episode 21. Where we look at Starmageddon, what the latest views are not, as the case may be, from our beloved leader, Keir Starmer. Keir Starmer is the leader of the Labour Abstention Party, uh, the party that doesn't do anything much, doesn't say anything much, and just agrees with everything that the government says. They can't even agree on the fact that £10 an hour is a useful or ideal wage for the vast majority of the people. In fact, he only came out and said that McDonald's workers were only should only have £15 an hour. Not truck drivers, not cleaners, not porters, not shop workers, but McDonald's workers. And he only did that because he himself was trying to uh, show his uh, left credentials to a party that he knew was going to be a leader of at some point. Starmer's approach has always been to be I'm here for me, not for you. And it's just a shame that, you know, um, a great party has been diminished by Keir Starmer and his mate David Evans. And you've only got to look at what happened at the conference only a few weeks ago to see that David Evans' grip on reality is, well, it's not that he doesn't believe in reality. He's living in a twilight zone where the most important part of the whole conference was to, for them anyway, is not the actual meat and potatoes of what people want to see and hear and for the party to do, but for them it's all internal politics. And this is one thing that I disagree with a lot of people on, is that people say, oh, he's got to rebuild the party. You know, he's, he's, there's so much wrong with the party. Well, he's lost 150,000 members, which roughly equates to £8 million in income. And we're now hearing that he's actually telling all the CLPs that if you have property, or your own property, it belongs to the Labour Party, and they must send in details of that property, because they're in such a perilous state that they're going to flog it off and they're going to flog it off to the highest bidder and for what? Because, you know, they've lost 150,000 members. Perhaps they need to look at themselves. Perhaps we need to wait and see if they'll catch up. But more likely, this is what's going to happen. Yes, nothing because people, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Because three of my friends have just left the party. One was the education officer for the CLP. One was the disability officer for, for the CLP. And one was uh, chair of one of the branches of our CLP. They've all left. They can't cope with any more of this opposition which isn't opposing. So where does that leave a lot of people within the party? And I think it generally leaves them with no hope at all 
that the party that was set up for the people, by the people, for the people, is now nothing more than an echo chamber for Westminster politics and big business. And there's nothing wrong with business, but it's, <laughs> it depends on what those businesses are and what they expect out of the party. Because they won't pay twice. And this is how stupid Starmer is. Businesses will not, and you know, those who want influence in the party, for whatever nefarious means that may be, they're not going to pay twice. They've done the job that they thought that needed, and that was to ensure that Jeremy Corbyn never became Prime Minister. But now that's been done, they're not going to pay again. And this is what they're finding out. You know, they've just sacked just stuck 90 members of staff from the head office. And so the party is crumbling before our eyes. And you have to actually think about, is it worth it? Is the party worth hanging on to? And I don't think it is. For a lot of people, I think the future lies outside the Labour Party, while Starmer and his cronies are there. And I don't think there's any other way in which we can actually um, convince them and those around them that their course of action is not only harming the party, which it is, because it's, it's in a financial crisis, um, but it's also harming prospects of the country. And that if Starmer thinks that they're going to get, it's going to get into power and become prime minister, he's deluded. Because people see through this empty vessel of a person, doesn't believe in anything, and is, is predominantly using focus groups to find out opinions. And that's not the way you find things out. You go out into the community, you go and meet ordinary people and you listen. You don't come there with a preconceived idea of what is right and what is wrong, which is what he does. If you agree with his opinions, then that's fine. He'll take notice of you because you agree with him. But if, you've, if you bring up things that he doesn't like, he just will shut down. And I... I'm very fearful that we're heading towards a not only a disaster because of COVID, but a disaster because there's no opposition. And when just, we're just not seeing any opposition at the moment at all. And that, to me, is the most harrowing thing about the present moment in time. And I think that is why it's so many members have left and so many members will continue to leave. Because unfortunately, they just, they just don't see a way out of it. And I think we need some other party to go to. And at the moment, you've got the Breakthrough Party, you've got the North Independence Party, you've got the peace and justice project which may become a party and you've got the workers party GB and 
looking at, uh, or in the college you've got resist part as well, and you're looking at those and it's like you think to yourself, well, which, which one of those would you consider joining if you left the Labour Party? There's no, there's no point joining the Greens because the Greens, although have some fantastic, obviously, environmental policies, um, they've shown themselves to be not very cohesive or very centrist in their approach. So we say, oh, what's wrong with being a centrist? We've had centrist politicians and centrist governments now for the past 40 odd years or more. If they'd done something, some good, they would have done something good by now. And predominantly they haven't. There's instances, of course, where they have. Um, but predominantly now. And I think that's the sad thing about the Greens is that the environmental policies you can believe in, but anything else, does it make sense? So I'm saying to people now, well, you know, I understand you want to leave. I may do so in the next few weeks or months ahead. Um, but in but people really think long and hard about where they go afterwards. And I think a lot of this will depend upon um, how the unions react to this. Um, we've already seen the Baker's Union disaffiliate from the party. Um, we're seeing Unite pulling back um, the amount of money that they pay into the party as well. Um, we may see Unison maybe next year the same. Um, I doubt GMB will, uh, and I doubt Usdor will. But some of the small, other smaller unions may do so as well. So without, without the money from the unions, I'm afraid the party's finished. And um, in the great phrase that I'm a, a lot of people are saying on Twitter and elsewhere, Starmer has to go. So Starmer out. Thank you.